Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. The first step toward possibly selling the franchise, and there seems to already be a potential buyer. Also developing, federal prosecutors are reportedly investigating accusations of financial wrongdoing by the commanders. Other team-related news? An arrest in the shooting of commander's rookie Brian Robinson and a warning from the police chief. I'm Dick Yuleon. On the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. Six days before the midterm elections, President Biden tells Democratic supporters during a speech in Washington, D.C. that democracy itself is under threat from former President Trump's election-denying lies and the violence he says they inspire. We're facing a defining moment, an inflection point. We must, with one overwhelming, unified voice, speak as a country and say there's no place, no place for voter intimidation or political violence in America. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy has tweeted that President Biden is trying to divide and deflect at a time when America needs to unite because he can't talk about his policies that have driven up the cost of living. North Korea appears to have carried out another missile test a day after launching up to 25 missiles. Reporter Alex Jensen in Seoul. For the first time in months, North Korea is believed to have test-fired an intercontinental ballistic missile, or ICBM, followed by two short-range ballistic missiles, according to South Korea's military. An ICBM test would normally lead to a stern response by the UN Security Council, but it was blocked by China and Russia from taking action against the North earlier this year. Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell says more rate increases are needed to bring down inflation. CBS's Jason Brooks. Following the Fed's fourth straight three-quarters of a percentage point rate increase, Fed Chair Jerome Powell told the press conference that recent inflation data suggests that the central bank may ultimately lift rates to higher levels than it thought at its previous meeting. Powell said that the time to slow rate hikes may come as soon as the December meeting, but he said it's very premature to be thinking of pausing rate hikes. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband, Paul, remains in the ICU after the attack by a man who said he was looking for the speaker. CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti. The Pelosi family is scheduled to view police body camera footage of the attack. Security cameras around the home were not being monitored at the time because Nancy Pelosi was in Washington. Meanwhile, U.S. Capitol Police have begun reviewing their own security protocol following this attack. Surgeons at Northwestern Medicine have successfully transplanted a heart donated after circulatory death for the first time in Illinois history. Dr. Duck Fam says he, what was used was called the heart in a box that resuscitates the stopped heart, keeps it pumping outside of the body until it can be transplanted. This has been the biggest leap in transplantation technology, surgical techniques, ever since the 1980s when immunosuppression uh, really transformed the field. Elon Musk says people banned from Twitter won't be restored for weeks. On Wall Street, the Dow closed down 505 points. This is CBS News. Make the hiring process work for you. With Indeed's end-to-end hiring solution, you can attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credit. 10.03 on WTOP. It's Wednesday evening, November 2nd, 2022. 54 in Chantilly, down to 50 overnight. Good evening.
evening. I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. Three major developments all related to the Washington Commanders. There is a new investigation of how the team has handled its finances. There's also been an arrest in connection with the shooting of running back Brian Robinson Jr. last summer. We'll have those stories just ahead. But first, let's talk about this possible sale of the Washington Commanders. It is much more real today than it was yesterday. WTOP's Dave Preston says the Snyders have taken a major step in that direction. Washington Commanders owner Dan Snyder says in a statement he remains committed to the team, but the franchise owner and his wife Tanya announced that they have hired Bank of America Securities to consider potential transactions, which could mean anything from adding minority shareholders to selling the franchise, which Snyder purchased a majority stake in from the estate of Jack Kent Cooke in 1999. Forbes magazine values the commanders at $5.6 billion. Dave Preston, WTOP News. The NFL is telling WTOP any potential transaction would have to be presented to the NFL Finance Committee for review and requires a yes vote by 24 of the 32 teams in the league. Local fans reacted to the news that the commanders may be sold and out of the hands of the Snyders as they spoke with our news partners at NBC4. Is this going to be good news for D.C.? I think so. It can only get better. To have Dan Snyder out would be great. We're not going to get a parade for the uh, for the Super Bowl, so we can at least get a parade that... For a new owner. Yep, ding-dong, witch is dead. Those folks speaking with NBC4's Pat Collins. Also new tonight, media entrepreneur Byron Allen is preparing a bid for the Commanders. That's what Bloomberg is reporting. This would be Allen's second attempt this year to acquire an NFL franchise. He was looking at and trying to buy the Denver Broncos. Well, let's keep going here with all of this Commander's news tonight. This is new. The U.S. Attorney's Office in the Eastern District of Virginia has opened a criminal investigation into accusations of financial wrongdoing by the Commander's. It comes from a couple sources familiar with the matter who have been speaking with ESPN. The sources say the inquiry was triggered by a letter that the House Oversight Committee sent to the Federal Trade Commission and several attorneys general in April regarding possibly deceptive business practices. In response, an attorney for the commanders tells ESPN that these accusations are simply untrue. A 17-year-old has now been arrested in D.C. for shooting Washington Commander's rookie Brian Robinson, Jr. Police say they're looking for two others who took part. That part of the story from WTOP's Dick Giuliano. Running back Brian Robinson was shot in the leg in the August attempted carjacking. D.C. Police Chief Robert Cotty is hoping video images released by police help lead to the capture of two more. There was an individual, a second individual with a gun at that scene, and there was also an individual who was driving the getaway car. The police chief issued a somber warning about kids and what he called an insane amount of ghost guns. Easy to assemble guns bought online. When you have 13 and 14 year olds able to get access to firearms the way that we're seeing right now, that is very alarming to me. Some of our young people are showing up in violent spaces where they have not before. That is a concerning thing. On H Street Northeast, Dick Uliano, WTOP News. 1006. It was at a busy intersection near a shopping center full of people that last month an Arlington man is accused of opening fire at the conclusion of a high-speed police chase. Now, newly released recordings show the frightening moments unfolding in Fairfax County. A warning, this report contains the sound of sirens. Arlington County police were chasing Ricardo Singleton on the evening of October 6th after he opened fire on them, Fairfax County police say. And a newly released video taken by someone in a nearby car after a crash. Nice beaches, look at that. A man can be seen getting out of a wrecked vehicle, then gunshots are heard. Fairfax County Police Chief Kevin Davis says one of the officers returned fire, then 
Singleton ran off. He's going behind the best way. Get to the other side of the shopping center. Police body camera footage shows Singleton being caught and arrested nearby. He faces many charges. Davis on his officer's actions. They really showed a lot of uh, poise. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Nobody was hurt during all that happened. You can see the newly released videos at WTOP.com. After traffic and weather tonight, the politically motivated Paul Pelosi attack has a lot of lawmakers buzzing about their future security. We'll get into that with the Washington Post, Leanne Caldwell. Stay close to WTOP. Hi, I'm Rich McKenzie, owner of Metropolitan Bath and Tile. Bathroom remodeling has been my life for the past 38 years. All of us at Metropolitan have a passion for remodeling bathrooms. We live and breathe this stuff. We love what we do, and it reflects in every bathroom we've remodeled. Visit one of our four beautiful showrooms located in Annandale, Rockville, Bowie, or Towson. Call us at 1-800-NEW-BATH or visit us at metrobath.com. Bathroom remodeling, it's what we do, it's all we do. When you hire your local Certipro painters, you get the power of prepping for the holidays. Get your house ready for the invasion of the relatives. The power of reliability. From a customized project plan to getting the job done on time, you can count on Certipro to come through with expertly painted colors. Contact your local Certipro painters today and get the power of pro. Get started at Certipro.com. Each Certipro Painter's business is independently owned and operated. 1008. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Let's get back to Bob Imler in the traffic center. On the Beltway Outer Loop, crossing the American Legion Bridge into Virginia, be alert as they're setting up the work zone on the right side again tonight, heading toward Georgetown Pike. And on 395 northbound, uh, at the end of the ramp that comes from Route 1, Crystal City, before you get to Washington Boulevard, or actually just after, uh, before the GW Parkway, I should say, uh, the crash remains, but it blocks only a single left lane now, single vehicle crash, turned around on the left shoulder, and you get by that really without delay. But on 66, it is quite slow westbound, passing the Fairfax County Parkway towards Centerville. Single left lane is getting by, and eastbound from 28 in Centerville and headed toward the Fairfax County Parkway. Single left lane gets by there. And also the ramp to northbound 28 is closed. Southbound 123 after Hampton Road had the crash. And uh, traffic on 95 is uh, running pretty well for the most part between the Beltway and Springfield and Fredericksburg. In Maryland, northbound on Branch Avenue at the Beltway, the crash has been along the left side of the roadway. 270 south, some road work tonight. Before Route 85, single left lane is getting by an interloop beltway. I believe it was a mobile work crew that was moving past Connecticut Avenue, and uh, there was a crash in that, and that's on the right shoulder getting attention still. Outer loop beltway between exit 11 and Route 4 headed toward Ritchie Marlboro Road. That has the work zone again tonight, getting by two lanes to the right. And westbound Route 50 from Baydale Drive toward the Severn River Bridge, single left lane gets by the work zone, and listener says ramp to go north on Route 2 Ritchie Highway is closed. Can't find the new car you're looking for? Try a Fitzway used car. Next to a new car, a Fitzway car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com for a good and safe car you can trust. That's the Fitzway. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper. A relatively mild night out there with lows in the upper 40s to mid-50s with plenty of clouds and some widely scattered showers possible. Clouds give way to sunshine tomorrow morning. A really nice day overall. Highs in the upper 60s to near 70. Partly sunny skies on Friday with highs in the low to mid-70s. And overall, the weekend is looking nice. But I do have to say there's the chance for some rain in the forecast on Sunday now. So stay tuned as we refine the timing and impacts. But highs Saturday in the upper 70s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Fort Belvoir at 52. Foggy Bottom, 59. Silver Spring, 59 degrees. 
heading down to about 50 late tonight. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today. Schedule your free in-home estimate. Good to have you here tonight at 10-11. There are disturbing new details that we've been uncovering here in the attack on House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband, Paul Pelosi, late last week, including the accused attacker telling police he was on a suicide mission and that he had a list of other prominent targets. And then there is the Capitol Police network of security cameras that did include the Pelosi home in San Francisco. Washington Post Live anchor Leanne Caldwell joined us on Skype a bit earlier with some of the Post's latest reporting on that. The Capitol Police found just during routine checks that something odd was happening in San Francisco outside of Pelosi's home. And so the officer who was doing the routine check, the Capitol Police officer, rewound the tapes and noticed and saw the break-in. That is when they called the San Francisco Police Department, and that is how they found out that something was amiss. And so there have been lots of questions as to why weren't Capitol Police notified sooner? Why didn't they know when the break-in happened immediately? And this is something that is reverberating around Capitol Hill, where members of Congress are telling me that they are, in fact, scared. They're scared not only for themselves, but they're scared for their families. Threats against members of Congress have been increasing steadily, especially since 2016, and then again after January 6, 2021. And so there's lots of questions as to what more can Capitol Police do and what more can members do to be more secure. Have we heard it all from Capitol Police about the fact that there was this camera feed in their system? It's just nobody happened to be watching it live. Yeah, that's right. And the Capitol Police a statement pretty much confirming the Post's reporting. And there doesn't yet seem to be any answer as to why no one was watching it live. But I will say that Capitol Police has cameras on members of Congress homes who have a protective detail. So there's a number of Congress who have those cameras. And when the member, the protectee, is not at the home, they do not watch those feeds constantly. And there's also people realize the reality of that it will be impossible to provide protection 24 hours a day for 535 members of Congress. It's just not possible. And so what people are trying to figure out is what is possible, what is most necessary, and how is that funded? Some Democrats think that perhaps the only time to get additional funding, especially if they lose control of Congress, is perhaps this one last government funding bill that's going to come at the end of the year. But all of these discussions are very preliminary. People are trying to get through the midterms, and once they return, you can be sure that this is going to be top of mind and top of discussion. Washington Post Live anchor Leanne Caldwell, she's also the co-author of The Early 202. 10-14 on WTOP. It was kind of a sleepy game four in the World Series, but not so much anymore. Some hot bats here. Rob will tell us more. Hey, ladies, ready to order appetizers? Hmm, I don't think I should. I'm trying to cut back on spending lately. Didn't you download that Upside app I told you about? The one that gets you cash back. Huh? No, I didn't. Is it really worth it? Yes, because of cash back from Upside, I haven't had to cut back. Even with prices getting extremely high lately. Wow. And what do you get cash back on again? You get money back on gas, groceries, and it works at restaurants. Look, I get 37% cash back on this meal, including on drinks and apps. All right, I'm sold. You order the apps, I'm buying and getting the cash back on Upside. 
Oh, no. I've created a monster. Download the free Upside app and use promo code APPS for an extra $10 on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's promo code APPS for an extra $10 on the free Upside app. Remember, use promo code APPS for an extra $10 on your first purchase. Don't cut back. Get cash back with the free app from Upside. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. It's 10 and 15. Let's go to Rob Woodfork. All right, the Wizards went into Philadelphia and avenged Monday night's home loss to the Sixers, uh, 121-111. The final score to snap a three-game slide. Now, with uh, Philly again missing Joel Embiid, Kristaps Porzingis again had 30 points and nine rebounds. Good matchup without the Sixers' best player, Wes Unsell Jr. I would assume. <laughs> it's tough sometimes because uh, they're smaller, they're quicker, and with the matchups, it allows them to switch. So it does kind of negate his ability to, to pick and pop, create some separation, as you would normally see in traditional coverage. But, yeah, he, he's, he's played well. He's putting up good numbers. He's staying aggressive, and he's, he's doing it within the confines of how we want to play. And we stay in Philadelphia, game four of the World Series, scoreless for the first half of the game, but the Astros put up a five-run fifth inning to seize control, 5 nothing. still the score in the sixth inning, and most of that damage was to Aaron Nola, uh, Christian Javier on the other side, pitching a no-hitter for Houston. He's walked two but struck out nine. Back home, the news of the day, the Washington Commanders. Co-owners Dan and Tanya Snyder exploring potential transactions involving the team, which could range anywhere from looking for minority investors to an outright sale of the franchise. How do you feel about that, Taylor Heineke? That's been kind of talk around town for a while now, and I think Coach Rivera does a really good job of keeping that away from us um, and letting us focus on football. We can't control any of that. Uh, What we can control is coming here and trying to be the best football players we can be. And finally, Chase Young back on the practice field. First time in nearly a year. He had a big, uh, bulky uh, surge, uh, brace on his surgically repaired knee. Uh, Ron Rivera would say that he looked quick and spry. Two words that have not described me in many, many years. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. You're not giving yourself enough credit, Rob. Yeah, you're right. I am spry. <laughs> Well, the top stories we're following for you tonight, they do uh, go in line with what Rob was just talking about. The Washington Commanders saying that the team owners, the Snyders, have hired Bank of America to handle a possible sale of the team. Bloomberg now reports media tycoon Byron Allen is getting ready to bid for the Commanders. He was looking at the Denver Broncos earlier, but that bid did not go through for him. Meantime, ESPN reports federal prosecutors in Virginia have opened a criminal investigation into the team's finances. Also, a 17-year-old is under arrest in the August shooting of Commanders running back Brian Robinson Jr. D.C.'s police chief says they're still looking for two other suspects. President Biden addressed the nation earlier this evening from Union Station here in the nation's capital. He made a final argument to voters ahead of next week's midterm elections. The 2022 midterms have forced Democrats to thread a tricky needle as inflation rages. Republicans argue that a lot of that federal spending from the Biden administration has compounded the inflation situation. They also are saying that it's a bad situation to our South along the border and that the Biden White House has not done enough about illegal immigration. Stay with us here on WTOP for more about these stories in minutes. 1018. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. We're going to get back to Bob Imler in the traffic center. In the district southbound on DC 295 at Pennsylvania Avenue. Should be getting my single file pass to work zone. I think there's another one a little farther south. Southbound I-295 near Suitland Parkway. Should also be getting my single file pass that one. In Virginia, 395 northbound. The crash is going to be uh, before you get to... Uh, the George Washington Parkway at the point where Route 1 comes 
On a northbound 395, left lane is blocked. You get by the crash without delay, though. 95 is doing all right, though. They may be setting up southbound at Dale City on the left side again. And southbound 123, the crash after Hampton Road. Still working on that. Waxpool Road westbound after Loudoun County Parkway. At last report, all lanes blocked around the crash there. Now 66 has some road work westbound. Getting past the Fairfax County Parkway into Centerville. Left lane gets by eastbound through Centerville into Fair Lakes. You get by single file left. The ramp to northbound 28 is blocked. And uh, traffic in Maryland on northbound Branch Avenue, the crash along the left side right at the Beltway. And they are working on the Beltway on the outer loop. As you come past exit 11, Route 4 toward Ritchie Marlboro, two right lanes get by the work zone. And outer loop from River Road heading into Virginia. Again tonight, they're working near Georgetown Pike. Two left lanes are getting by. That road works. Southbound 270, single left lane gets by Route 85. Also, it is a work zone. Well, Jiffy Lube service centers keep you moving from oil changes and tire rotations to filters and wipers to a full range of services. Visit JiffyLubeDC.com for a location near you. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4, four-day forecast from Amelia Draper. Looking at the numbers, this November looks to start as one of the warmest on record. Our average high now in the low 60s. We'll have temperatures tomorrow around 70, low to mid-70s on Friday. By Saturday, we're warming to near 70 and still tracking highs in the 70s for Sunday and Monday. In fact, near record, record warmth is in the forecast for your Saturday and Monday. Now, tonight, there's the chance for some scattered showers with lows in the 40s and 50s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Checking out our temperatures here in Annapolis at 55, Bowie 51, Leesburg 52, and some parts of our area down to about 50 or the upper 40s overnight. We're brought to you by New Look Home Design, the roofing experts. Call 1-800-279-5300. A question being brought by a couple of local residents about area voting machines. Of course, we're just days away from those midterms on Tuesday. We'll tell you what we know tonight coming up, 1021. If you're waiting for Black Friday to buy appliances... Bray & Scarf has some advice for you. Don't wait. Get to Bray & Scarf this Saturday for Black Friday pricing guaranteed. Three weeks early. Save up to 38% on select appliances. And get free basic installation on select GE Profile and Cafe packages. One day only. This Saturday during Bray Day. Our warehouse is full with next day and two-day delivery available. Have it before the rush with deals on in-stock bestsellers in-store and online. Bray & Scarf is the area's number one local and independent appliance retailer with factory-trained experts ready to answer all your questions and give you the personal attention you deserve. Shop local and save this Saturday during Bray Day at Bray & Scarf. One day only, so don't miss it. While the rest of the world is waiting, you'll be saving. Shop in store or online at brandscarf.com, where it doesn't cost more to get more. 1022. Vote early from October 27th through November 3 at one of Montgomery County's 14 early voting centers. For the nearest center or for wait times, text the letters EV plus your zip code to 77788. That's EV plus zip code to 77788. For new voters, same-day voter registration is available. Bring a Maryland driver's license, ID, bank statement, or other government document with your name and current address. Washington is broken. Instead of addressing the skyrocketing cost of living, rising gas prices, local crime surge, fentanyl flooding our streets, and the crumbling education system, politicians in D.C. only want to focus on polarizing politics. I'm Karina Lipsman. As an immigrant from Soviet Ukraine, I understand the importance of protecting the American dream. 
Vote Karina Lipsman on November 8th to bring common sense to Congress and a fresh voice for a changing generation. I'm Karina Lipsman, and I approve this message. Paid for by Karina for Congress. This is WTOP News. Now 1023, and it's campaign 2022. Supporters of former President Trump are challenging Loudoun County's use of what they call illegally uncertified and non-compliant electronic voting machines a week before elections are to take place across the nation. The Loudoun Times-Mirror reports two Loudoun residents, Thomas Kasparik of Sterling, Richard Ryan of Ashburn, say the electronic voting machines used in the 2020 and last year's general elections are made by Chinese manufacturers. They say they're known to insert back doors, allowing nefarious actors access to the equipment to manipulate the data. They're asking the court to disqualify all election voting systems in Loudoun County, and they want to use what they call verified hand counts of all physical ballots cast. That is, until a ruling is handed down on their use. Loudoun officials have declined to comment on the substance of the lawsuit. County Democrats are calling these arguments illegitimate. They say they're only aimed at sowing doubts about the election process, which is legit. The Loudoun County Republican Committee at last report could not be reached for comment. 1024. If you're a Metro rider, your chance to take the Silver Line to Loudoun County, including Dulles Airport, is getting much closer. It's set to begin November 15th. WTOP's John Doman took a ride. Doors are closing. Train departing. This has been a vision for Dulles Airport for 70 years. In Metropolitan Washington Airport's Authority President and CEO Jack Potter was beaming after a 7,000 series train pulled into Dulles Airport. Doors opening on the left. It's already brought a lot of activity, economic activity to this corridor. That was apparent as we took off from the Ashburn Station, which is surrounded by new development. And so Metro GM Randy Clark says, even if the hour-long ride from the airport to downtown is the anchor. We're going to have a lot of people that might be at Loudon Station when we just left that go to Tyson's for the day, and they work there. In fact, he's counting on it. On the Silver Line Extension, John Dome in WTOP News. Money News 25 and 55 with Jeff Claybaugh. It tumbled 505 points in Wednesday's session. The Federal Reserve's benchmark rate is now at a 14-year high. Policymakers hint aggressive hikes could end soon. Payroll firm ADP says private employers added 239,000 jobs in October, most of those in leisure and hospitality. D.C. pizza restaurant Timber Pizza has opened at Reagan National's new Concourse E. Timber Pizza, with locations in Shaw and Ballston, has a Michelin Bib Gourmand Award. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Asian markets are all lower. Some are down 2.5%. Ahead tonight on WTOP, the end of the work week forecast And then we will take a closer look at various Washington commander stories, all breaking at once earlier today. We may even have a potential buyer for the team now that the Snyders appear to have taken steps to put it on the market. We'll talk more coming up. Selling your home. It doesn't sound like a simple process, but it really is. This is Dave Johnson. It is if you connect with Jennifer Young of Jennifer Young Homes like I did. You see, from start to finish, Jennifer and her team will be with you. And a great way to start is with Jennifer's free seller seminar coming up Wednesday, November 2nd at 630. Reserve your spot at JenniferYoungHomes.com. And it is online at JenniferYoungHomes.com. This is the time to get your questions answered. Again, reserve your spot at JenniferYoungHomes.com. This is Dan Cox running for governor of Maryland. The CDC has just voted to include the experimental COVID vaccines in the childhood vaccination programs, opening the door for state...